listening to New Car Smell Tuesday on Beyond the Airways, the Infinity Project. Good evening, everybody. It is Tuesday night here at Beyond the Airways, the Infinity Project. And since it is Tuesday, that means it's time for New Car Smell Tuesday. We've got new releases in video games, anime, manga, Blu-ray, DVDs, and, of course, the music. You've got to have fun with that music. Anyway, I'm your host for tonight. I am Oddball Extreme. I'm currently joined on the line by the AZ Magician. Good evening to you, Madea. Hello. How's it going, everybody? If you will, ex- if you excuse me, I will um, have to go discipline some dogs to get them off the furniture. So hang yeah. in there. Mm-hmm. Yes, as the usual, Red Ranger Tim is over at the rabbit hole. And our resident Joker Mike is out with friends. Okay. Our resident Joker Mike is out with friends, so that's okay. Let's face it, life happens. And remember, on the first of our show, life always goes first, okay? We are no, we are by no means tethered. <laughs> All right. So anyway, here's me tired. Okay, so. We're going to get started with all the new video games that are coming out this week. And I'm so glad this Twinfinite website is really, really helpful. So, anyway, we am going to take care of that first. Um, these are all the new games that are coming out this week over on the PS4. And there's not a lot. In fact, there's only one, two, three, four, five, six. This is going on out today. We have Will, A Wonderful World. Oh, boy, I was hoping to pronounce this one. Saivariar Delta and Final Fantasy XIV Shadowbringers, which is an expansion to Final Fantasy XIV. Then on the 4th of July, Stranger Things 3, the game. And, yes, that is going to be the same time, the same day as the show on Netflix. So, I'm back. Run back. Hello? Now I'm just starting to solve the oh, game. okay. I, I'm here. I'm here. No, we're just, we're I got, I'm just starting to solve the game. So. Okay. okay. Now, did I miss anything? I was just talking about the games that are out on the PS4 this week. And we got Will a Wonderful World. Now, this is all today. Cyveria Delta, Final Fantasy XIV Shadowbringers expansion. Uh, and then on the 4th of July, Stranger Things 3, the game which is right on cue because guess what? Stranger Things uh, Season 3 is practically on the 4th of July on Netflix. Then on Friday we have Attack on Titan 2, Final Battle, and Sea of Solitude. That's it for the PS4. And Xbox only has four this week. (laughs) And just like before, uh, Stranger Things 3, the game, 4th of July... Uh, sea of Solitude, that's the fifth. And also there are two others, Attack on Titan 2, Final Battle, and They Are Billions. And that's it for that one, too. But I'm going to tell you right now, Nintendo Switch is going to have a lot of games this week. In fact, they already started this. Isn't there a Mario new Mario Brothers game, game coming out for the Switch? I think so, because let me see. Uh... Okay, yeah, they had. I think they just had Super Mario Maker two come out, but there, but there are a lot of games this week already for the um, for the Nintendo Switch. We start with what came out yesterday: Redneck Skeet Shooting. <laughs> okay. Then we got Red Faction Gorilla Remastered. Oh, very clever. <laughs> Let's see. Also today we got Dream Daddy, a Daddy Dating Simulator. Oh, please, I'm not going to skip that. I'm skipping that one. Let's see. Tomorrow we have Luca, Born of a Dream, Ovivo, Bus Fix 2019. Okay, go figure that one out. And then on the 4th of July, there's actually a bunch coming out. We have Clanad, Pyramajong, Ankh Guardian, Treasure of the Demon's Temple, and once again, Stranger Things 3, the game. What Remains of Edith Finch. Attack on Titan 2, Final Battle, and Serial Limb 3. And guess what? That's all the games for this week already. Crap, you're kidding. Nope. 
Think about it. You got the Fourth of July, right? Right. Right. All right. So with that in mind, the next order, the next order of business is the upcoming animes on the Blu-rays and DVDs and so forth and so on. So give me a chance to get down here. <laughs> there we go. All right. Dub-a-dub-dub. All right. These are the upcoming English sub-ruling states. All right. Let's see. And the majority of these are from Funimation. All right. First up, we have Basilisk. Basilisk, the complete series under the classics. That's on Blu-ray. And we also have Basilisk, the Alka Ninja Scrolls Part 2, Blu-ray and DVD. Then we have Black Clover Season 1 Part 5, Blu-ray DVD. There's a regular one and there's a limited edition one. Then from Funimation and Crunchyroll together, we have Card Captor Sakura Clear Card Part 2 on Blu-ray. Then from Funimation, we have Dragon Ball Super Part 8, Blu-ray and DVD. Is This is Zombie, Seasons 1 and 2 on Blu-ray. Then from Funimation Crunchyroll, we got Science Gate Zero Part 1 as both a regular Blu-ray and DVD and a limited edition Blu-ray and DVD. Then we have Science Gate Zero Part 2 on Blu-ray and DVD. Then we have Tokyo Ravens, the complete series. Uh, then from Sentai Filmworks, we have Those Who Hunt Elves, the complete collection on Blu-ray. From G-Kids Shout Factory, it's Oko's In Movie on Blu-ray and DVD. Then the last two are both from Viz Media. It's basically the same thing. You have JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Set 4, Diamond is Unbreakable Part 1 in DVD, and then there is the limited edition Blu-ray. And that's it for this week already. <laughs> Not a lot this week. All right, well, anyway, the next up are the July, are the, are this week's manga and light novel book releases. So here we go again. Excuse me. Yeah. Okay, so, all right, so here's what came out. This was yesterday. We have from Kadensha, Sailor Moon Eternal Edition, Volume 1. And then from the Jane Novel Club, we have a light novel called Side by Side Dreamers, the Kindle edition. What are light novels? Uh, I'm try- I need to look that up because I remember Mike had talked about that, but I forgot the definition. Hold on. Light novel manga. What is that? Okay. Okay, here it is. In Japan, a light novel is a novella-type story printed in conjunction with illustrations. Readers can expect to see much more disposition and less dialogue. That's what that is. Oh, so it's kind of like a graphic novel without the words. Right. Okay. Then out today, first from Yen Press, we have Alice in Murderland, Volume 11. Yes, you heard me. Then we have... Right, I think I'll take Alice's Wonderland instead of Murderland. I agree. Well, let's see. Uh, from this reading, we have Anonymous Noise, Volume 15. That's for the Kindle. From Akita Publishing Company, we have Baki, Volumes 28 and 29. For both the Kindle and Comicology. That, of course, that's owned by Amazon. So, And they're both digitals. Then from this reading, we have Black Clover, Volume 16. Also, for this video, we have Daytime Shooting Star Volume 1. That's digital for the Kindle. Demon Slayer, Kimetsu no Yaiba Volume 7. And Dr. Stone Volume 6 for the Kindle. Then from Akita Publishing Company, we have Fire Hot Ant Volume 11. That's for the Kindle and Comicsology. From Kadansu, we have Grand Blue Demon Volume Shirley? What? Is that A-U-N-T or A-N-T? A-U-N-T. Okay. All right. Then we have Grand, uh, from Gadensha, Grand Blue Dreaming, Volume 7. From Viz Media, we have Hike Hi- U, Volume 33. From the J Novel Club, it's a light novel, Infinite Stratus, Volume 8, for the Kindle. From Viz Media, we have Kaguya-sama, Love is War, Volume 9. We also have 
Carillo, Bed and Breakfast for Spirits, Volume 4. I'll take that place. Let's see. Uh, from Vertical Comic Field, Mobile Suit Gun of Wing, Volume 13. <laughs> Let's see. Then from Viz Media, this is a light novel. My Hero, My Hero Academia, School Breach, Volume 2. Then we have My Hero Academia Vigilantes, Volume 5. Then we also have Orisama Teacher, Volume 26. Then from Kadansha, this is a digital edition, Our Precious Conversations, Volume 3, for the Kindle and Comicsology. For this meeting, we have Platinum End, Volume 9, for the Kindle, that's digital. Then from Watson Dovetail, we have Pop Manga Drawing, 30 step-by-step lessons for pencil drawing in the pop surrealism style. It's a book. <laughs> All right, then for Fizz Media, we have Snow White with the Red Hair, Volume 2. Oh, wait a minute. From I Carico, think that, we that have... ball game was postponed because of the guy's death. That was yesterday. No. The, po- the game well, was postponed yesterday. They... I didn't think they played that fast today. Well, they did. Oh, well. we'll talk about that a little later. Anyway, uh, yeah. let's see. I'm from, I'm from that. Toriko, this is digital edition. Sweet seduction under the same roof with a guy I hate, volume four. Ooh. <laughs> Can you say awkward? Yeah. Then from Ghost Ship, we have To Love Rue Darkness, volume 11. From Net Comics, To Take an Enemy's Heart, volume five and six. Then from Viz Media, we've got Vampire Night Memories, volume three. And the Water Dragon's Bride, Volume 10. And then from Ghost Ship, we have Yuna and the Haunted Hot Springs, Volume 6. Then on the 4th of July, we've got from Kadansha, this is the digital edition of Farewell, My Dear Kramer, Volume 38. And finally, on Saturday the 6th, it's a light novel from the J Novel Club, The Kokoro Connect, Volume 6. And it's also for the Kindle. And that's it for the week. Wow. I'll tell you something. The Fourth of July. Is, no, uh, there's not a lot this week because you got the Fourth of July, and I shines in the chat room. Hey, I shine. Hi, I shine. All right, we finished that up. Now let's get to the fun part: the new David Dan Brewers. Now, I didn't quite do it last week, but you know what? It wasn't really that much anyway. So. <laughs> Is there a lot this week? No, actually there is not because of the 4th of July holiday. Yeah. I think they've settled down enough I can bring them in my lap. I'm going to try. Okay. All right. So I'll be back. Okay. Keep talking. Okay. All right. Anyway, anyway, um... This is the only big release for this week on uh, Blu-ray DVD. It scored a good 68 on Metacritic. It's what I was talking about earlier. All goes in. And with the G-Kids' latest Japanese anime import comes from Studio Ghibli veteran Kitaro Kasaka, who now works at another famed animation studio, Madhouse. All goes in is based on a series of Japanese children's novels previously adapted into a TV series and centers on an orphan girl who moves into her grandmother's rural inn which she quickly discovers is inhabited by friendly ghosts who help her learn how to become a welcoming host. The home video release contains both the original Japanese Cass- version with subtitles. Huh? Any uh, relation to uh, the, the friendly ghost. Any relation to what? No, I don't know. Uh, I don't know in this case. It's a Japanese thing. Oh, you got it. Yeah. Uh, see, the whole video release contains both the original Japanese version with subtitles as well as the new English language dub release in theaters back in April. That's the only one. Now, um, here are the other movies that came out um, this week. Uh, first, with a not-so-good 40 on Blu-ray and DVD is An Acceptable Loss with Tika Sumter and Jimmy Lee Curtis. Then, uh, with a very good 67 on DVD, is All Creatures Here Below with Karen Gillan and David, oh, God, I hope I get this name right, Dash, 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 Dash,
I apologize if I completely destroy that name. All right, then the next five are on Blu-ray and DVD. First to the 49 is The Best of Enemies with Taraji D. Henson and Sam Rockwell. And you have Bob Le Flambeau from 1956. First time out on that one. Uh, next up with the 56 is Combat Obscura, which is a documentary. I don't think it has to do with that store in New York either. <laughs> Let's see. Then we have Dead Trigger with Dolph Lundgren. And then we have Escape Plan 3, action directed video with Sylvester Sloan and Dave Batista. Then for the first time ever on Blu-ray, we have FM from 1978. That stars Michael Brandon and Ami Brennan. Then on DVD, we have The Heiresses with Anna Bruner, which scored a 77. Then everyone else for the rest of this stack of Blu-rays and DVDs. First, we have Le Dulos, The Finger Man from 1963, Le Professionnel from 1981, and Leon Marie Priest from 1961. Then with a 52, we have Mia and the White Lions with Melanie Laurent. Well, they're not so good 46 is the public with Alec Baldwin and Emilio Estevez. And this definitely wins the highest score of the week right here. 89 for The River and the Wall. It's a documentary. Then with a 67, we have Storm Boy with Jeffrey Rush and Jai Courtney. With a very good 78 is Six with Suzanne Wolf. And no, I don't think it's got to do with the band, Six. <laughs> Then with the lowest score of the week by far, a 28, is a violent separation with Brenton Thwaites, Ben Robson, Robson, and Alicia Devlin Carey. And then the last movie of the week with a good 63 is We Have Always Lived in the Castle with Alexander Daddario. Then on the TV, on DVD, and Blu-ray, most of these I've already mentioned because these are all animes. Uh, Black Clover Season 1 Part 5, Dragon Ball Super Part 8, JoJo Bizarre's, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Set 4, Mobile Suit Gundam, The Origin, Chronicle of the Loud Battlefield Collection. <laughs> and they misspelled Gundam. They have Gundan. Oops. You know Gundam fans will not be happy with that. Let's see. They have Roby, the RWBY, Volume 6, Steinsgate Zero, Parts 1 and 2, and the last one on DVD only is the TV movie, A Summer to Remember. And that's it. Wow, that's all, huh? Yeah, like I said, when, we have, when you have a holiday like this, you're, you're not going to get as much. Now comes the fun part, the DVDs. Yep. The CDs. You mean the you CDs. You just did the flipping DVDs. Yep. Well, are you going to do it again? I'm kidding, 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 kidding. <laughs> Oh, there's right, so shit on tonight. I know. All right. So anyway, ready or not, here we go. These are all the new DVDs, I mean CDs. See, I already got me started. All right. So anyway, the first up, the first up is Puya with the South Got Something to Say. <laughs> and that was yesterday. And we got more than that. We got G-Frame with Cedar Season. Then we have Shira Legman and Michael Casado with Barricades. D.O. with That's Okay. Samurai Bird with These Flowers Dance. BBHF with Mirror Mirror. Oh, brother. Oh, boy, this is already funny. Reptant with New Advances in Lizard Tech. <laughs> okay. I thought lizards weren't yeah. very high tech. Oh, you'd be surprised how some lizards could be. Let's see. Then we have Melaine Dalibert with Shimonant. Then we have, oh boy. We have Rainier Van Hoke and Bruno Duplant with Letters, Letters et Replis. Obviously, that's French. I probably destroyed it. I apologize. Then we have the King of the Better with your French accents than I am. Well, hey. I just know my école. That's school. <laughs> Let's see. Okay. Then we have show off. Then we have being, <laughs> and that's what I got from work. <laughs> then we have being with tapestry of us. 
Van Dale was the visitor. Juke Jite was Byerfringent. Bonobo was Link. <laughs> Phil C.A.E. was the poetry of Uncle Duke. And let's see, we also have 1027 with Flaccid Delusions. And then we have Alan Kingdom with Sugar. Then we've got five that came okay. out today. Where's the spice? Okay. I don't know. All I have is sugar. <laughs> anyway, next up we have Dreamville with. Yeah. Next up we got Dreamville with Rose, ROTV3.com. Then we got, oh boy, Miley Cyrus has a new one, Mother's Daughter. Okay. Then we have Jaden Smith with, again, uh, Black Milk with Dive, Cindy Lee with Realistic Radio Volume 2, ZE with Mare Unwrap, Balfic with Self Help Part 1, and let's see, uh, ZE actually started what's coming out tomorrow. Let's see, uh, we have Marshmallow with Joy Time 3, Bish with Carrots and Sticks, and then Riff Raff with Arrogant American. And then on Friday, we have BTS with Life. Yes, that's that Korean group. Mm-hmm. Then we have Oren and Barty with Simeon Angel. Then we have Shiro Kuma with Clothes I Wear for the Space I'm In. Then we have okay. Baby with Hyde. Mm-hmm. Then we got West Side Gun with Fly God is an Awesome God. Coca-Cola with Bongola. Olympia with Flamingo. Felicia Atkinson with The Flower and the Vessel. The Quiet Temple, self-titled on that one. Necking with Cut Your Teeth. Moon Sign with Okay, You First. <laughs> then we have Abbott. No, with you go Ice first. Coke. No, you do. No, I'm kidding. Let's see. We have Adam no, you Outsider. do. No. <laughs> then we have three keys with Metawar. Um, let's see. It's Um Coltham with the Twinkling Star. Jessica Hoop with Stone Child. Glock with Dissident. Trashkit with Horizon. Mark Mulcahy with the Gush. The Soft Cavalry. self thought on that one. Jaden Smith with Eris, Immortal Bird with Thrive on Neglect. Then we have Dreamville with Revenge of the Dreamers 3. Wolf Player with Echoes of the Sun. Sarah Sarah with Oregon. Machine Gun Kelly with Hotel Diablo. Wilson Tanner with 2. Do Look with Silver Steps EP. The Hatchet Cloak with Midsummer. And the last one of the week is. Billy Cobb with the Boro. Guess what? Once again, that's it. That's it. Yep. Which means we saw 37 minutes. Damn. Yes, you're kidding. Nope. Oh, God, another short week, huh? Well, what do you, well, like I said, when you got the Fourth of July, when you got holiday like the Fourth of July, you know, they it really get fucked up. up the trash going out. Yeah. Because see, you, see, for the Monday, it's now, easier when the holidays holidays I, fall like on a Monday. Because you uh-huh. can take your trash out on Thursday, Thursday instead of Wednesday, and it doesn't yeah. come till Friday. Right. I've got to get a hold of uh, the. Um, city tomorrow and see about bulk pickup. Yeah. Because normally they pick it up on the first Thursday of the month. Normally they do our bulk pickup first Thursday of every month. But guess what the first Thursday of the month is? Uh The 4th of July. July. Oh yeah, I just realized something. Since tomorrow is the first Wednesday of the month, I'll be hearing tornado sirens at 3.30 in the afternoon. No, it's because they tested on the first Wednesday at 3.30. <laughs> so, no, we're not expecting tornadoes. <laughs> if I would have heard that, if I lived with you, and you didn't tell me about that in advance and I heard that, I'd shit a load of kittens. Yeah. 
But thankfully, you know, now the now the good news is if there is a threat of severe weather that day, they will not do the test because that can throw people off in a heartbeat. Uh-huh. So. Okay. Tell me see. about it. We got, yes, if you got a lot of time on the clock left, let's see. Um. I'm going to do a field situation. So like I said, we do not have the Thursday free-for-all this week because, guess what? Thursday's the fourth. And I just posted this about an hour ago. And this happened back on last Friday. Let me say this. The 2019 Miss Virginia is a biochemist who used who decided to perform a science experiment as the talent portion at what? She she did a in, you know you know when Miss America they have a talent they have the talent part of the competition. Well, she decided yeah. to use her uh, science part to do a science experiment for the talent. Okay. I hope it was well, one that didn't hurt anybody. No, 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 no. This did not hurt anybody at all. So this is going on. This year's Miss Virginia was crowned recently after breaking from tradition and performing a science experiment during the talent portion of the competition. Miss Dominion Camille Schreier, 23, was named Miss Virginia 2019 on June 22nd after a week-long competition. She won more than $21,000 of $75,000 in scholarships. Schreier is a Virginia Tech biochemist and systems biologist as well as a doctor of pharmacy student at Virginia Commonwealth University and chose to use her knowledge of science during the competition so she performed the catalytic decomposition of hydrogen peroxide as her on-stage talent. Now was the time for me to create a mind shift about the concept of talent by bringing my passion for STEM to the stage, said Trier in a press conference. To me, talent is not a passion alone, but also a skill which is perfected over years of learning. Trier was selected from among 24 women by a panel of five judges we scored candidates in the areas of personal and on-stage interviews, talent, gaming down, and social impact initiatives. As Ms. Virginia, Schreer will travel the state promoting her social impact initiative, Mind Your Meds, which aims to help educate and spread awareness about prescription drug safety. She will also go on to compete in the Miss America competition. So congratulations to her, and boy, <laughs> I love the pictures of her experiments. That's just cool. This goes to show you. You see, if you can bring, if you bring what you love into something like this. <laughs> what was her experiment? I was busy getting the dogs. What was her experiment? The experiment was the cat, the catalytic decomposition of hydrogen peroxide. <laughs> you should see the. Take a look at the pictures. They are cool. I'm not on the computer. I'll look at it when I get back on. Oh, okay, that's right. Remember? But yeah, it's yeah, that's right. I forgot. I'm sorry. Brain dead am I? <laughs> well, I'm about three quarters asleep, am I? Yeah. I finally oh, got him. To, oh, there goes the squash. Finally got him to settle down. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember. There's an update. Remember that story back on money about uh, Kim Kardashian and the kimono? Yeah, the kimono brand she was trying to trademark. Yeah, well, get to that. There is an update to that. Okay. All right. So, Kim Kardashian is remaining. It's remaining. Let me try that again. Kim Kardashian is renaming her kimono company after causing an uproar. That's right. It's not going to be called kimono. Yay. Oh. Ouch. But thank you. Because I didn't hear about Thank you. Morning, common sense. Per- hey, that's the first common sense thing she did since she married Kanye West. Yeah. Well, actually, you have to remember, she did help that one woman get out of prison, so. Yeah. So, maybe, okay, the second thing, then. Mm-hmm. The second thing, right. then. Right. 
Uh, anyway, uh, this is courtesy of CNBC, and this was posted yesterday. It was updated this morning. Kim Kardashian is changing the name of her new shapewear brand after being accused of cultural appropriation. The line was going to be called Kimono, but the reality TV star said money that she will announce a new name soon. So here's what happened. Reality TV star Kim Kardashian said she's going to change the name of her new brand venture after causing an uproar and drawing accusations of cultural appropriation. The celebrity, as Janet mentioned, married rapper Kanye West, faced backlash on the internet last week when she detailed plans for a new business, a shape line akin to Spanx called Kimono, which is usually worn under other garments. The brand is supposed to launch soon, she said, and has been in the works for the past year. Kardashian said West came up with the logo design. However, Kardashian's use of the name of a traditional Japanese garment for form-fitting bodysuits didn't go over so well with many people. Hashtag Kim Ohno, K-I-M-O-H-N-O, started trending on Twitter. And people became even angrier when they learned Kardashian applied for trademarks for her kimono line, including variations on the name Kimono. Now, I, let's see. I don't know who this person is, but this is what they tweeted. I'm a kimono designer. I saw the object you and protest against that Kim Kardashian name for underwear brand Kimono, and she registered trademark. The history of kimono in Japan is about 1,225 years. Or older. Like, yeah. I would not be messing with it. <laughs> but you Even know what? And what? guess what? Kimonos are not made out of spandex. Kimonos are made no. out of very expensive silk. Right. Anyway, even the mayor of Japan's former capital city, Kyoto, Daisaku Kadokawa, posted a letter to Kardashian on his Facebook page saying, I am writing this letter to convey our thoughts on Kimono and ask you to reconsider your decision of using the name Kimono in your trademark. Kimono is a traditional ethnic dress fostered in our rich culture and our rich nature and history with our predecessors' tireless endeavors and studies. And it is a culture that has been cherished and passed down with care in our living. I would like you to visit Kyoto, where many Japanese cultures, including Kimono, have been cherished to experience the essence of Kimono culture and understand our thoughts and our strong wish. Kadokawa is known for wearing Kimono while out carrying his official duties. After a week in a backlash on Monday morning, Kardashian took Twitter to say she will be changing her name of her new brand. She said she will be in touch soon with a brand new name. So... Let's see, she posted this. Being an entrepreneur my own boss has been one of the most rewarding challenges I've been blessed with in my life. What's made it possible for me after all these years has been the direct line of communication with my fans and the public. I am always listening, learning, and growing. I so appreciate the passion and varied perspectives that people bring to me, she wrote. When I announced the name of my shaper line, I did so with the best intentions in mind. My brands and products are built with inclusivity and diversity at the core and are, <coughs> excuse me, and after careful thought and consideration, I will be launching my my solution wear brand under a new name. I will be in touch soon. Thank you for your understanding and support always. It's not clear if Kardashian already had products in the works with the Kimono logo, but she had posted a few different versions of the undergarments on her Twitter account last week. Kardashian had, meanwhile, been accused of cultural appropriation prior to this incident when she attended one of her husband's musical performances known as Sunday Service, wearing what appeared to be a Montita, an Indian head ornament. Okay. Like, really? God, just because she's a Kardashian thinks she could do whatever she wants. But you do have yeah. to admit that one of her sisters is not following in Kim's footsteps. And I can't remember no. which one it was. Chloe? It could be Chloe. I think it was Chloe. Doesn't she have a show she produced on um, ID? I think she does. I think she does. Well, Mm -hmm. does or did, I can't remember the name of it. Can you? Mm -mm. I know she's done something. I just can't remember what it is. But, uh, oh, boy, this is literally breaking news because this was just published an hour ago and updated moments ago. From the Mustang to the minivan, auto legend Lee Iacocca has died at the age of 94. Oh, no. He was a legend yeah. in his time. 
Oh, yes, he was, because I know the name Lee Isoka. <laughs> so do I. Yeah, but this just literally broke. Uh, Lee Isoka, who died at 94 years old, was one of the most powerful and best-known executives in Detroit. Iacocca became closely associated with at least three iconic vehicles, including the Ford Mustang, the K-Car, and minivans. In addition to becoming president of Ford Motor, he led the 1980 turnaround of Chrysler. So, Lino Anthony Iacocca, the automobile, the automobile industry oh, legend best known as Lee, died at the age. Yeah, he died at the age of 94 this morning. His family confirmed. A child of Italian immigrants who grew up, who grew up in humble conditions, Iacocca became one of the most powerful and best known executives in Detroit. Iacocca rose to become president of Ford Motor in, in December 1970. After being fired in a dispute with company heir Henry Ford II, Iacocca joined the then-struggling Chrysler. Using both his business skills and ability to turn a phrase, he won federal loan guarantees that helped the automaker avoid a potential 1980 bankruptcy. And this was a quote he had. If you can find a better car, buy it. That's right. I remember that in the ad campaign. If you can find a better car, buy it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I remember that campaign. Right during his career, Iacocca became closely associated with at least three iconic vehicles. He has been widely credited as the father of the Ford Mustang, as well as the key car that helped Chrysler pull out of its financial slump. Working with former Ford colleague Hal Sperlick to join him at Chrysler, Iacocca also gave the go-ahead to the minivan and for a number of years for the most profitable products offered by the third largest of the Detroit automakers. Lee was, truly, Lee was one of the few truly great leaders, said Bob Lutz, a longtime executive of Ford and Chrysler who worked closely with Iacocca. He was my mentor, my teacher, and role model. When he was on, he was fabulous. I will miss him. I owe the second half of my career to Lee Iacocca, Lutz said. All in all, we had a relationship like a father and son. Now, he did some charitable work, too. In his latter years with Chrysler, Iacocca spent an increasing share of his time doing charitable work. Among other things, spearheading efforts to restore both the Statue of Liberty and Ellis Island, the immigration port in New York Harbor where his own parents came to the United States. Pardon me a second. <coughs> Iacocca became famous not only as Chrysler's chairman and CEO, but as TV pitchman, where he made the famous tagline, you can say it, Janet. <laughs> if you can find a better car, it. buy it. Exactly. But after being nudged out by the Chrysler board, Iacocca unexpectedly teamed with billionaire Kirk Kerkorian in a failed 1995 hostile takeover attempt. The company and his former chairman passed things up a decade later, with Iacocca again serving as the Chrysler pitchman in one TV commercial appearing with rapper Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Iacocca, was att- Iacocca attempted to form an electric vehicle company, EV Global Motors, in 1999, but he largely focused on writing and charitable work over recent years. Iacocca was married three times. His last marriage to Darian Earl ended in 1994. Iacocca lived in the Bel Air section of Los Angeles in his final years. His daughter, Leah Iacocca Assad, said Lee Iacocca died of natural causes, but that he suffered from complications from Parkinson's disease. He is survived by two daughters and eight grandchildren. Maybe his grandchildren will carry on his legacy. Who knows? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, and who could forget the uh, who could forget the um oh crap, I I just lost it. But <laughs> <sighs> uh, anyway. They still, changing subject, they still don't know what caused that underground fire yesterday. Mm-hmm. They still don't know what caused it. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Oh, let's see. Uh, this is not, uh, <laughs> Bear with me, growl. Growl. Oh, 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 this is so bad. <laughs> All right, you know the cereal Lucky Charms, right? Yeah. 
Well, somebody came up with a picture. Loki charm. They're tragically malicious. What charms? So They're practically malicious. They're tragically malicious. Loki charms. Get it? Oh, that is bad. That is bad. There's nothing out there, dog. Now, so come on, before your sister gets your spot. Come on, come on. Okay, what? Wait, what? Okay. Oh, you gotta be kidding me. Okay. <laughs> All right. This this may make you laugh. This may make you cry. I don't know. Let me tell you this. This was posted just three hours ago. Taco Bell tortilla shortage. Restaurants run out of tortillas, so no burritos or quesadillas. Oh. I kid you not. <laughs> this story is, in fact, real. <laughs> so, say it ain't so, Taco Bell. A fast food chain known for burritos, crunchwraps, quesadillas, and, of course, tacos is experiencing supply issues with its largest size tortillas. Customers from restaurants in Alabama and around the country are reporting items made with the tortillas are unavailable. A spokesperson told Fox News they are working hard to replenish the tortilla supply at affected restaurants. It's unclear how widespread the shortages are or when the issue will be resolved. Meanwhile, Taco Bell is offering an apology and a suggestion. While some Taco Bell restaurants are experiencing supplier shortages, we are working diligently to replenish the supply of our tortillas used for products like quesadillas and burritos in those restaurants and encourage fans to join the Chalupa Cravings Box in the meantime. We apologize for any inconvenience this might cause and appreciate our customers' patience, a spokesperson told Fox News. Images of signs sign posted on social media indicate the problems being experienced nationwide. Meanwhile, Taco Bell fans are taking to social media to let their feelings be known. <laughs> So let's see. Here's some of the tweets. I don't mention names. So I went to Taco Bell to get a burrito, and they had a son that said there was a 10-inch tortilla shortage, and they couldn't make them. Ha, really, Taco Bell? And another one. How does Taco Bell have a nationwide tortilla shortage? It's Taco Bell. Everything has a tortilla. Dear Taco Bell, a national tortilla shortage? What? You just wanted all the Taco Bell today. You just, uh... <laughs> I wonder if our Taco Bell close by is out of tortillas. That's a good question. Yeah, so for you Taco Bell fans out there, you might want to check your um, thing. Oh, boy. All right. Um. Okay, wait a minute. That's a, oh, wait. This was updated four hours ago. Okay. This makes sense. All right. Um. All right, you know, I don't like to try to bring politics, but I feel like I need to. Um, you know Trump's going to have this military parade on the 4th, right? Right. Okay, well, guess what? The parade was supposed to cost only $12 million. That number has now skyrocketed to $92 million. All because he wants fucking tanks. Yeah. All because he wants goddamn tanks. Well, gee, tanks a lot, Mr. Trump. And you know who's going to wind up paying for it, don't you? The taxpayers. Us. Yep, us. Right, the taxpayers. <laughs> it's like, oh, really? Yeah. You know what? Trump would be in deep shit if one of those tanks malfunctioned and blew up. Yeah. No, he tried to spin, oh, spin that away. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's an interesting headline I just spotted. The Alabama Crimson Tide has chosen Taneka as their official smoked sausage. Taneka? Kineka oh, sausage. you mean the Kaneka? Yeah. But we yeah. bought home, bought home about ten pounds, <laughs> about twenty yeah. pounds. Yep. Yeah. So one. we got, um, so we got, still got some in our freezer. Uh huh. Hey Shirley. Yeah. When you come to see me next year, 
There's got to be a way you can put uh-huh. something on ice. Bring me a few. Bring us a few pounds. Oh, wait a minute. You're not what driving. You're flying. Of... Never mind. Yeah, I'm going to climb this time. Maybe I can ship it out to you. Oh, my mom yeah. will say no because it's expensive. Okay. Look at how much yeah. it cost us to. Sh- look at how much it cost us to ship. Um, ship all that Jim Dandy cornmeal to corn. Good Jim Dandy grits tour. Yeah. But I think we're finally done on our last bag. But you know oh, what? Okay. You can put That's Jim good. Dandy grits in the suitcase, though. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, this is written by Jacob Saylor from CentralAlabamaWeekend.com. And he's saying, yep, that's not a headline you read every day. But here in Alabama and indeed at the University of Alabama, we love Quebec. And according to a press release from the university, they've now made Connecticut the official smoke sausage of the Crimson Tide. Even if you're an Auburn fan, if I can't get a roll tie for that, then we just can't be friends. Sorry, not sorry. Don't worry, I'm not that type of person. <laughs> during, the, during the 2019 to 2020 athletic season, Connecticut sausage will be the exclusive smoke sausage marketed by the Crimson Tide Sports Network. So what does that mean for those of you attending games in life? Well, for starters, there'll be a brand-new pregame tailgate show called the Connecticut Sausage Crimson Tide Tailgate Party. That's a mouthful. Apart from that, the show uh, will also receive yeah, tons so of social and athletic yeah, facilities. that's a good mouthful, though. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Oh, Apart from that, the show will also receive tons of... Oh, Ooh, careful. Apart from that, oh, the show will also receive tons of exposure at athletic facilities and events. Connecticut will be served as, as a concessions menu item at Bryant Denny Stadium, and other on-campus sports venues during the upcoming season. <laughs> We're getting hungry just thinking about this new team-up. We're excited about I'm drooling. Yeah. We're excited about reaching more Crimson Tide fans with Connected Sausage, and we are pleased to be working with Athletics and Crimson Tide Sports Marketing, said John Sessions, owner and operator of Connected Sausage Company in Evergreen, Alabama. We look forward to How far is that from you? And can't wait. Um, it's in the southern part of the state. I know that much. I'm not sure exactly where, though. Of course, uh, we here at, let's see, we look forward to a successful partnership and can't wait to get started with Alabama football. Of course, <laughs> we here on Central Alabama Weekend are plenty excited for this development, too. As you know, we absolutely adore foods of all kinds. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, I do not need that in my face. Yeah, so that's Sorry, I was getting kisses. Yeah, that's right, guys. Good doing all that. <laughs> oh, now this this might actually come in handy. Okay, we've got the Fourth of July coming, right? What's one of right. the biggest things on the fourth? The fireworks. Fireworks. But I don't think that a lot of places have, around here are going to have fireworks. Right, but here's the thing. Most, when you have dogs, about I'd say ninety, I think ninety-five or something. I could be wrong. They're usually they usually get spooked by the fireworks, right? Uh huh. Well, try this on to size. One dog who was scared of fireworks wears headphones and watches videos on iPad to relax. <laughs> I think lap time will work for these two. Yeah. Well, let's just say this. Um, this is iScience. She didn't post it in the Facebook group. She posted it on, on her wall five hours ago. But this actually makes sense. So here's what's going on. Almost every dog is scared of fireworks. The Fourth of July can be a fun time of the year for the human but not so much for our canine companions. But if we think ahead for them, they won't have to be running around nervously and frantically trying to get find a place to hide and feel safe. Now, this family ensure their dog is soothed and relaxed all throughout the 4th of July. This six-year-old golden retriever dog named Joey is scared of fireworks. So to help him relax, the family had him wear headphones and watch videos on an iPad. Joey's human, a woman named Emily, posted a short video of him on Twitter while he's wearing headphones and watching videos. And everyone melted for him. And there's the video and the and the um, tweet. Stacy says he's scared of the fireworks, so my mom put on um, some dog videos for him. 
Everyone everyone loves Joey. The video garnered over 120,000 retweets and 200,000 likes. The video usually got featured on today's news. Let's see. Joey is lucky to have such a wonderful family who's concerned about his well-being. How about you? How did you make your dog feel relaxed during the 4th of July? Well, I don't have a dog right now, so... Yeah, you know what? On DirecTV, they have a channel called Dog TV, and it's videos. Oh, nice. Oh, cool. They have stimulation, relaxation. Mm -hmm. But that is so cute. It's like a dog sitting back, relaxing, watching the videos. No big deal. (laughs) Well... My two are real mellow in my lap now. Mhm. Okay. Uh, now this next bit might make you a little bit upset. Okay. You remember the animated movie Mulan, right? Yeah. And remember they wanted to turn Mushu into a phoenix. Yeah. Exactly. I like Mushu as a dragon, a Chinese dragon. I do too. I agree. I just, I mean, it already doesn't sound right. No. All right. So anyway, so uh, this is the story. Disney stories are never complete without small animal sidekicks. The Little Mermaid had Flounder. Aladdin had a Boo, and Mulan had Mushu. Mulan has to show that the live-action Mulan is going to replace the dad talking Mushu with a phoenix instead. According to the Distant Insider, a source close to the site has said that Mulan will be having a phoenix to be her guide in the film instead. What's more, this seems to be confirmed by a leak of this, the production jackets which seem to have the film's logo on them. Uh, let's see. Yeah, this from this Insider. It's like, yeah, mm-hmm. But now nothing, has, nothing official has been confirmed, but fans online already started crying foul. But you could expect from any, when any big franchise tries to make drastic changes to a beloved property. If anything, maybe a few might to get Mushu the Dragon back in the film, but in these woke times, that might be problematic to have a dog talking dragon in ancient China. Even if this movie isn't well-received, though, it's going to be certainly a lot of money to box office. Aladdin fell flat when it came to audiences, but the movie is now so close to earning a billion in the box office. If anything, a lot of fans who love the original will probably sway to watch the movie, whether it has good reviews or not. And Mulan will hit the theaters March 27th, 2020. Well, yeah, they're announcing all these movies, and some of them aren't coming out till 2021. I know. All right. Oh, yes, and the last one of the night. You probably have heard this one. Uh, Nike Pool's Betsy Rogs. Betsy Rogs. Say it again. Back up, start over again. Yeah. Nike Pool's Betsy Ross flag sneaker after Kaepernick complaint. That's right. Nike showing you something right and calling Kaepernick said no. Well, Colin Kaepernick goes, goes, uh, no, what I want to say is suitable, more suitable for Friday. Mm-hmm. All right, well, anyway, uh, his own dick and leave us alone. Yeah, this is out of New York. Nike is going to flag team tennis shoe after former NFL quarterback Colin Kaepernick complained to the shoemaker, according to the Wall Street Journal. The shoe's heel has a U.S. flag with 13 white stars in a circle on it, known as the Bessie Ross flag. Citing unnamed sources familiar with the matter, the journal said that Cabernet, a Nike endorser, told the company he and others found the flag symbol offensive because of its connection to slavery. The Air Max 1 USA shoe had already been sent to retailers to go on sale this week for the 4th of July holiday, the journal reports. Arizona Governor Doug Ducey laughed out at Nike's decision to yank the sneaker, that he is asking the state's commerce authority to withdraw all financial incentives for the company to locate there. Arizona's economy is doing just fine without Nike. We don't need to suck up the companies that constantly denigrate our nation's history, he wrote. 
Let's rock. The Nike shop is here in Arizona. Yeah. Kaepernick, go suck a sour lemon as you're walking, taking a long step off of a short pier. Yeah. It's really gotten out of hand. It's like, it's got nothing to do with slavery. It's got to do with history. Yes. But I guess some people don't want to care. You know what? What was that thing? If you if you don't learn from the past, you're doomed to repeat it. Yeah, those who fail to learn from the past will be doomed to repeat it. Uh huh. Let's see. Oh yeah, there was a solar eclipse down in South America today. What happened? Actually, oh no, nothing. Nothing serious happened. It was a solar eclipse down in the southern hemisphere today. In fact. It started, I think it was in Australia, went 6,800 miles. It could be seen in Chile and Argentina. Yeah. There is going to be another solar eclipse, too. But it's only going to be seen in parts of um, Central and South America. Not in the States. Yeah, that was today. Yeah. Yeah. No, I knew it was in the States. The next one for the States is 2024. Oh, I hope I'm still around. You will be. I think you will be. All right, let's see. One more thing. Uh, what's your solar eclipse identity? My day of birth is one. The last time of birth year is four. The zodiac sign is Scorpio. That makes me creator of sacred mysteries. Okay, try me. Try me. Okay. Okay, you'd be the ruler of radical... Are you Virgo or Libra? You're Virgo. Libra. Libra. Right? Oh, you're Libra? Right. Okay, so you are the ruler of radical peace. <laughs> if you say so. All right. Well, anyway, anyway, we're going to wrap this up right here because we only got two minutes and 20 seconds left. Now, just quick reminder, tomorrow is our Attention to One show, and our topic is going to be when the sexual assault reports are actually false. Because nowadays you're getting so many, you can't tell which one's really true and which one's really false, right? Right. And when a lady cries rape, people tend to believe her. Right. You know? Even though it turns out to be, even though it's fake, it's a fake thing at the end, okay? Yeah. All right, well, anyway, um, of course, Thursday is the 4th of July. We do not have a show at all. So we want, you know, we're going to enjoy our 4th. We want you enjoy your 4th as well. So we come back Friday. We come back Friday with the Summer of Naughty Madness. We shall bring all our naughties. But remember that. So I yes, thought I should by saying this. Mm-hmm. I said that's coming up by saying, please remember to follow us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and follow us at our website, beyondtheairwaves.weebly.com. If you ever miss an episode, because let's face it, life does happen, there are three ways you can catch up. First is the Stitcher.com app, available on iTunes, Google Play, and the Amazon Kindle Store. Second, you can listen to or download four episodes of the show from blogtalkradio.com. And finally, you can find us on iTunes. Just do a search on the podcast for Beyond the Airwaves, and you'll find many of our episodes there. So with that in mind, I'm going to say love and peace and chicken grease. Everybody have a great night, sleep well, stay safe, and we'll see you tomorrow for Attention to One. Shirley, I'll be calling you on your Uh show after the show. Okay. That's all for tonight. Have a great night and remember. You motherfucker, I almost had him. I had him. I almost had him. <laughs> you stuttering prick, you. Shut up! Uh huh.
That's one. Number I am two. Alan Groot. Mm-hmm. Alan Groot. Uh-huh. Alan Groot. Oh, shit! <laughs> Do the straight around the deck one, and then we'll go. Okay. Uh, let me go find it. Give me a second. I'll use this one. This is a red alert, not a stroll around the deck. Move. Shut up. All okay. right. That is all for tonight. Have a great night. We'll see you tomorrow. Night, y'all. Take care, everybody.